Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Cozy Corner with Alexia Gordon Holiday Extravaganza. I'm Alexia Gordon, your host. All month long, I'll bring you interviews with authors chatting about their holiday-themed cozies. You'll also hear authors sharing their special holiday memories. And you'll find holiday photos and recipes on the podcast Instagram. Happy listening. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Cozy Corner with Alexia Gordon. I'm Alexia Gordon, your host. Joining me in the corner today is Maggie Toussaint, author of Death Island Style, a Christmas Cozy Mystery. Welcome, Maggie. Thanks for taking time for your hol- from your holiday festivities to join me. Uh, thank you so much, Alexia. I'm delighted to be here and to share about this Christmas Cozy. Christmas in Georgia and bodies in the surf. So what's happening in Death Island style? Um, Well, as many of us often reach a point where we feel like we need to reinvent ourselves, the sleuth of my book had her husband and her mother die within three months, months of each other. And in the process of settling their estates, found out she was adopted. And it just rattled her so much that she just hopped in the car and moved on and accidentally bought a Christmas shop on an island just to start over. And this story is has lots of Christmas elements, of course, and crafting disasters because she's not crafty. And it's one of those shots where you, I mean, shops where you can put together seashell Christmas ornaments and that kind of thing. Um, but as is usually the case, You can never start over completely. And elements of her former life follow her down to this seashore island on the Georgia coast. And when a body is found in the surf, and she's actually the one to see it because she's out collecting seashells, the police suspect her of murder. So the plot thickens. (laughs) Now, coastal Georgia is probably sunny and warm most of the year, including at Christmas. And, you know, we all know a lot of... No, a, a lot of Christmas songs and movies and stories involve snow and sleigh and chimneys and things that aren't particularly sunny and warm. So what, what's Christmas like in Georgia? Well, um, here it is uh, mid-December and it's going to be 80 degrees today. <laughs> oh, I'm jealous. Uh, sometimes we get into the 60s, um, but it's rare to even have a freeze during the months of December here. It's very mild and we actually like it that way. The, when a temperature gets below 60, though, it's really a bonus for our outdoor events because then the mosquitoes and gnats just stay burrowed down in the dirt. <laughs> it's oh, very sure. enjoyable outside. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about mosquitoes in December. I guess that's if there's one teeny weeny advantage of cold weather, it's that. <laughs> yes, we have lots of insects. It's like the insect of the month club here. <laughs> Now, now, your story is set in a beach community, which, you know, an area with a lot of tourists. So how did you come up with the idea of having your sleuth operate a Christmas gift shop? Well, I, I, it's a, um, a convergence of personal history and desire to have an element of craftiness in my cozy. So a lot of my favorite vacations, of course, um, involve going to the beach with my family. And for many years, we would go to the Outer Banks in North Carolina. And there was a Christmas shop there that I dearly loved. And I got um, 
just random Christmas ornaments there like Raggedy Ann and Andy, you know, stuff that you wouldn't normally associate with Christmas, but are still on my tree today. Um, and I just felt that love of Christmas because of uh, the community feeling from my childhood. And I wanted this Mary Beth in my story to finally have that feeling of a community of people around her who lifted her up. And the Christmas shop um, has normal ornaments in it too. But I mean, we're talking like oyster shell Santas and sand dollar uh, crosses and just various different things. So uh, one of the things that points the cops to her is that the dead man is found with one of her ornaments in his pocket. So that was like, oh my gosh. And she didn't even, she doesn't know this guy, nothing. And so she comes to find out her husband had this whole secret life, which is then what I really like about a mystery is trying to figure out how the puzzle pieces fit together, both as an author and a reader. Now, speaking of your uh, protagonist, Mary Beth's uh, products, the corpse is found with a Christmas shark in his pocket. I've heard of Christmas elves, deer, snowmen, but uh, a shark. So you guys tell us more about the Christmas shark. (laughs) Well, um, you know, I guess it's something that's really familiar down here. (laughs) You can have a Christmas dolphin, a Christmas shark, a Christmas turtle. It just depends on if they have like a bow on them or like a a painted wreath of holly around their necks. That that makes it Christmas, you know. (laughs) So... It's just, you know, a, a lot of the trees and ornaments down here in shops, even today, have nautical themes or sea life themes. It's just kind of part of being in a coastal community. And and, and speaking of that, I um, I have seen some, some beautiful beach-themed Christmas displays, mostly in Southern Living Magazine. Um, I know I've seen ornaments shaped like seashells and lighthouses and mermaids, and uh, I even hung some seashell ornaments on my tree last year when I was in Newport, Rhode Island, which is uh, certainly a, a coastal community being an island, but um, it's not warm and sunny and Georgie. Uh, but if, <laughs> you know, say Southern Living invited you to uh, decorate, a, you know, do a beach-themed Christmas spread, how would you decorate it? Well, um, first of all, I think the Southern Living editor has to be blind to pick me because I'm I'm a lot like Mary Beth in that I aspire to be crafty and um, do a lot of stuff like that. I guess I'd have some kind of grapevine wreath with every kind of seashell known to man. And um, I have like some seahorses that are, um, you know, desiccated and, um, uh, oh, Lord, horseshoe crabs that um, I have this this, um, dried out version of them that are, I keep in my bathroom. Um, so I would make sure all of my crafty things are out. We have lots of boats on our Christmas tree as well. And I would, let's see, a lot of people use garland down here. And of course the red bows are popular, but they also are like wrapped around pilings with rope. So I might have twine bows, um, something like that. Uh, have like a paddle with a big bow or like a peppermint uh, ribbon wrapped all the way down the end of it by my mailbox, something like that. So it's, you know, anything coastal and recycling materials is really big here. Some of that is because of our inherent Scottish ancestor thriftiness. And some of it is just because 
you know, money is always tight. <laughs> so it's just, you know, you use what you have. That's really the flavor of this part of the South where I'm from. Hey, now you mentioned that uh, your craft skills are kind of like your, your sleuth. What are some of your uh, maybe Christmas crafts that didn't turn out quite the way you wanted them to? Well, just about everything has a boo-boo. Um, <laughs> like when I tried counted cross stitch, my sister, um, Carol would send me kits because she was also into the fabric arts. And she sent me this one beautiful one of this lovely young girl holding a doll. And uh, math was never my strong suit. And, you know, there's not on the counted cross stitch kits, there's not always a printed thing to, you know, do it here. <laughs> and I missed the whole middle road down the nose of this girl. So the whole thing. <laughs> You know, every time I went to sew a line, it was like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to make this right? But, you know, when I got done with that, even though it was very stressful, that one actually came out all right. But I've had plenty of things, like I made mosaics one year for Christmas, and I'd learned how to do that at the art center. And, you know, all the grout fell out. I don't know what was wrong with my grout. (laughs) But um, I had somebody fix that for me. And. You know, stuff like that happens. I've made seashell frames with, um, I think it's called Mod Podge. Mod Podge, yeah. Yeah, and, and it would never dry. It would always be tacky. So if you tried <laughs> to box it up and get it out the next year, it'd have tissue paper stuck all in it. <laughs> but, you know, that's just, you just got to roll with the punches. If, if you're not truly crafty and you love it, you just have to go, okay, we're going to make something new this year. <laughs> So it's just being upbeat about it and just owning who you are. <laughs> and what, what are some of your, your favorite holiday decorations? Um, well, I am um, a Christian, so definitely my favorite manger scene is the one that we got when our children were little, and I still put that up every year. I'm very sentimental about that, although I did um, pass along the the wooden train set we've had for many years. Um, I like to have a tree up. And for me, I need angels and stars. And for some reason, I, I don't know why this happened originally, but I grew up with a tree with all the different colors of lights. But now I just want a tree with white lights. I don't know why, but I look at those trees or my tree with a with the white lights and all my ornaments that we've collected through the years. And it's just like coming home. It is so magical almost that I can go touch each ornament and there's a memory, you know, it's almost like a memory tree. So that's really my favorite thing. I have other things like snowmen and uh, hangings that people have given me through the years that I put around and about. And I have some things that look like um, oopsie Santas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I tumbled over that I put in my bathroom. You know, I, I like whimsical things too. So that's just sort of who I am. Now, tourists might stop by your Sleuth Mary Beth's Christmas shop to, uh, you know, pick up some some souvenirs of, of their own mystery, uh, of their own memories. So, you know, when they were looking at their their Christmas trees, you know, they would see their uh, uh, hand-painted uh, uh Christmas sand dollar, Christmas seashell, and you know, and remember have their memories of their their beach vacation. And I'm I'm not making that up because I actually have done that. I I have more than a few um, sand dollars and 
seashells with the name of a beach town and Merry Christmas painted on them. So, <laughs> but uh, if, if they were in, in your sleuth shop, you know, looking for things to help them remember their, their trip, what Christmas music would they hear playing over the shop's PA system? Like, <laughs> you know, what, what would be on Mary Beth's uh, Spotify playlist? Yeah, Mary Beth's playlist is eclectic stuff like the barking dogs for jingle bells, that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> Uh, Santa got run over by a reindeer, you know, those, those kind of songs that um, she likes her traditional songs. But, you know, if you list, if you are working in a Christmas shop that's open year round, it kind of ruins you for the hymns at Christmas if you hear them all the time. So she likes the ones that are a little bit more different. Um, <laughs> I, I've always kind of enjoyed those things, but I don't know. I, I, it's different when you go into a Christmas shop. Then when you're immersed in Christmas year round, I actually love Christmas, but I couldn't do it year round. So God bless <laughs> Mary Beth. <laughs> Isn't that, I guess you probably wouldn't hear Santa got run over by a reindeer in most churches. I don't, I don't think the uh, choir no. would really approve of that. <laughs> so. Now, uh, I, I'm sure readers will want to uh, vicariously enjoy Christmas in Georgia, especially if there are some place like I am where it's about 12 degrees outside today. Uh, so where can they buy a copy of Death Island style and do a bit of an armchair traveling to a, a nice warm Christmas place? Well, I hope they're interested in looking it up. It is available in ebook and hardcover. So... The ebooks are in all of the different formats, like Moby at or, or Kindle. Also, you can get it for Nook and Kobo and Apple iBooks. Um, just about any any place you can get a digital book, um, it's there. And the hardcover books are pretty much everywhere. Um, I my original publisher for this um, does not do mysteries anymore, but there was. Um, I bought a surplus of these. And if for some reason somebody can't find a book and they want it, all they have to do is email me through my website at maggietoussaint.com and I will get them a signed copy and we can do business through like PayPal or Square or something, you know, very secure. So I want to just throw that option out there too. <laughs> yes. And, and signed copies of books make great Christmas presents, whether you're at the beach or the mountains or somewhere in between. Absolutely. It's just the fun of it. I love signed books myself. I have a whole bookshelf of books that I've had signed at conferences and um, book signings. And and besides your website, where can readers connect with you? I'm most active on Facebook. And I have a, an author page, uh, Maggie Toussaint Author on Facebook. And I hope they would um, like or follow that page. I'm on Twitter um, sporadically. And I do a lot on Goodreads when I post my reviews and my new books, of course, go up there. Um, I do have uh, books listed on BookBub, and I'm sure there are other places I'm blanking on right now, but all those social media links are listed on my website. That's really the, you know, Maggie Central, the way to find out where I am and what I'm going to be. So there you go. <laughs> I like that, Maggie Central. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for joining me in the corner today, Maggie, and thanks for sharing a, a bit of uh, Christmas at the Georgia Beach. I'm delighted to be here, and I, I wish everyone the Christmas spirit all year round, and thank you so much for having me here, Alexia. 
And thank you listeners for tuning in to another episode of the Cozy Corner with Alexia Gordon. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and until next time, goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Cozy Corner with Alexia Gordon, part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. I'm Alexia Gordon, award-winning author and host of the show. Tune in next time for another chat with an author writing on the lighter side of crime. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye.